what I always recommend to people who are newly qualified um, or are very slow in practice is that you share the cost with other naturopaths. So you just collect up a list of the things you want to buy and then, hey presto, you've got a full shopping list between the two or three of you. So that's worked really well and it still works for myself and one of my naturopathic friends. We sometimes we don't really need much and she only needs really the same thing she does she's very niched and so she'll often call me you know have you got any zinc or have you got any this and we're both like the same one so it's like yep here you go buy this off me that's great um we'll ring each other i just need 80 mils of st john's have you got 80 mils yep here you go 80 mils of st john's you know and here's the bill wholesale plus gst and it means that she's got what she needs without necessarily having to go out and buy a 500 ml bottle Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you today? Now, I've had a few discussions lately with people about herbs and about setting up their first dispensary and how things have changed. And normally I talk about herbs with Christine from the Herbal Extract Company, but Sydney's in lockdown at the moment and she can't get to work. So we can't have our chats. But what we can talk about are things that we use in practice and things that we do in practice. And one of those things is having a dispensary. So I like having a dispensary. I've got to be honest, I like having the herbs in my office. And my office is at home, which means, of course, that I have all of my herbs on hand whenever I need them and whenever I want them. And I do have a small dispensary here as well. And that small dispensary means that any of my local clients, if they need to pick up something, they can do. But I now do most of my um, shopping, sending for my clients they they shop themselves they use patient ordering systems with the various companies and um, and that's working really well for me but some people my older clients they don't necessarily want to do that in which case I will get the products in and then they will come to me and get them so I thought we'd just have a little chat about what's a good idea you know should you have these things in when you first start out it's expensive dispensaries are expensive and setting up that first dispensary can reach into the thousands so do you want to outlay that money right at the beginning chances are having just paid for your sixty thousand dollar degree you don't really want to so what i always recommend to people who are newly qualified um, or are very slow in practice is that you share the cost with other naturopaths so you just collect up a list of the things you want to buy and then, hey presto, you've got a full shopping list between the two or three of you. So that's worked really well and it still works for myself and one of my naturopathic friends. We Sometimes we don't really need much and she only needs really the same thing. She does. She's very niched and so she'll often call me, you know, have you got any zinc or have you got any this? And we're both like the same one. So it's like, yep, here you go. Buy this off me. That's great. Um we'll ring each other. I just need 80 mils of St. John's. Have you got 80 mils? Yep, here you go, 80 mils of St. John's, you know, and here's the bill, wholesale plus GST. And it means that she's got what she needs without necessarily having to go out and buy a 500 ml bottle. Um, 
Although chances are, she'll say, well, next time you order, do you need some St. John's? You know, we'll go halves in a bottle. Or I'd never go halves in a bottle with St. John's and nor would she. You know, <laughs> you'd probably use that. But something like, um, you know, Yellow Dock or Blue Flag or Thuya or some of these other ones that you're not using all the time. And when you do use them, you use them in very low dose. Or the expensive ones, you know, you might not use it that often. You know, ginseng. It's really expensive to buy a bottle of ginseng. So perhaps you can get away with just getting half a bottle and spreading the cost over the over two or three practitioners and sharing it out. So it's a really good idea to have, you know, to keep up with your friends from college. Another one you really don't need much of is cayenne. I mean, you're literally putting five drops in, a, says the woman who put a mill in a 200 mil bottle for a client. And the reason I'm laughing is she, she phoned me, she said, I did try it, Geraldine, but I really love spicy food, but even I can't tolerate that. And I put a mill, I put one mill in a 200 mil bottle. I was like, oh, that's fine. I was meant to put like, you know, only a few drops. Yep, I'll chuck that one out for you. Very sorry. So there's some things you just don't need a 500 ml bottle of, like KN. There are some things that you'll go through very, very slowly because the, the dose is so low. Um, and it's worth making sure with your mates that you break up if you decide to buy um, the new practice kit, the first practice kit from the herbal companies that you go in with other practitioners because you just don't need 500 mils of each of those herbs. And they're 700 or so dollars for a kit, but they are amazing. It's really worth getting the kits and you can get the kits from all the different companies. You get one from each company. So, and you can spread that around a few of you because you're not going to use all of those herbs straight away. And then some of them, as you niche more and more, you're going to discover, oh, I actually need to have, you know, withania in all the time or St. John's in all the time or some of the kind of big names ones you're going to have in all the time. Whereas, I mean, I really don't know how many bottles of Blue Flag I've bought in 15 years, probably only a couple, maybe only one, because I've definitely shared out um, a bottle a couple of times. So myself personally, probably in total bought, 500 mils in 15 years so when you're using it's 10 mils in a 200 ml bottle isn't it so it's going to take a really long time to use 500 mils so really think about what do I need how much do I need to keep in my practice how much do I need to keep on my shelves what should I be keeping on my shelves so when we're niche so you know my niche is really so pediatrics of course and we've got the pediatric um, online mastery course coming up really soon or we might be in it by the time this is published um, so I do have more liquids on my shelf and chewables than probably most um, practitioners have but I do a lot of gut work so I've got a lot of gut work things on my shelf and probiotics things like that they tend to be more of what I find on my shelf because I've niched I know what I need I know who my clients are but that's not to say that I don't throw stuff away every year. So at the end of financial year, every year I do a stock take, I go through everything. I find all of my, I mean, you're finding out of date products as you go through anyway, you know, you pick up something off your shelf, think you can give it to a client, you look at the use by and you go, oh, okay, I still have to buy something new. And so that happens through the year. But I do a stock take, um, I go through everything, I double check everything, I look at everything, because it might be that one of the herbs has gone off or there's actually none in there and you hadn't realized that the lid had been off and so it had evaporated down or something silly. So I do go through and I check everything and I wipe the lids of all the bottles because there is some dribble sometimes. 
I'm a little bit untidy. I do use a funnel when I pour my herbs into bottles. So it's a good idea to set up some systems and practices of how you go through and check your stock, when you go through and check your stock, but who you can buy with as well. And do you really need to have a full kit of everything in your office? Do you really need to have a dispensary? How are you going to do it that works for your clients and for you, most importantly, because you don't want to be left with a ton of stock? And admittedly, 2020 saw me throw out a lot of stock that, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of stock because I wasn't seeing clients in my rooms anymore and, and they couldn't necessarily come out because of lockdown or whatever. So then I was like, okay, we'll buy it online and have it sent to you. So really think about what stock do I need to carry and it is fun to have the herbs in your office it really really is fun to have your own herbs so that you can just write I need to make something you know someone's got a cough in the household someone's feeling stressed in the household somebody you know saw tummy in the household I just come through make herbs it's all gone in 24 hours because you've caught it so quickly so it's great having them here it's great having them in your office but do you need to have 500 mils of every herb just a thought just a little thought. It's something that's coming up in my conversations with new graduates at the moment. And I thought I'll just leave that, you know, to percolate with you to think about what do I really need to carry? How else can I have all these purchases? How else can I have these products? And is it better if I just, you know, have everybody doing patient ordering with the companies? Or can I have, I have a Dropbox system where they can come and collect from. Can you have a Dropbox system where your clients come and collect from? Perhaps if you're in the countryside and you're seeing everybody one-to-one, it might be that they come and collect from you and that's the best way of doing it. But you don't, you shouldn't need to have to see everyone when they come to collect them once they've paid because that's, you know, your boundaries and your time and things like that. So really setting up that system of how your clients are going to get the product, what you're going to buy, what you're going to keep, and whether you really need to buy, whether you really need to keep and what it is, you know, that niche area that you're going to be in just to make sure that you're not overspending and you're not throwing things away. I get so frustrated throwing things away, don't you? So that was my quickie today. I hope you've enjoyed it and um, I'm hoping we'll have Christine back really soon. I'm sorry for the delay in having her here talking to us because she is good to have around. Um, It's lovely having those little reminders of those herbs that she talks about and, you know, and the, the different that different perspective of having a guest um if you want to be a guest give me a call so i look forward to speaking to you all very very soon and i hope you have an absolutely beautiful rest of day bye thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes if you'd like even more support and learning then the academy is for you Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.